0: Halchais Shviis as Yom Tov, laws of resting from work on Yom Tov. Yesh Mekhalos Shemesh There are twelve mitzvahs involved. Sheish mitzvahs say six positive mitzvahs. Sheish mitzvahs say six negative mitzvahs. There are put in these other details. Aleph number one. Lishbais Bishuv Shal Pesach to rest from work on the first day of Pesach. Beish Lishmush Mitzvah Shalas Beimelocha. Not do on the first day of Pesach. Gimel Lishbais Bishuv Shal Pesach to rest from work on the seventh day of Pesach. Dal Shalas Beimelocha. Not do melocha on that day. Hey, to rest from work on Not to work on the day of Shavuos. to rest from work on Rosh Hashanah. Not to, do work, on Not to do work on that day. Test. Rosh Hashanah is only one day biblically. Test. to rest on the first day of from work. Not to work on that day. to rest from work on the eighth day of We call Shmini Atzeres. Yud Yud Bei Yisrolasu BeMalacha. Mitzvah number twelve is not to do work on Shmini Atzeres. So Beer Shvus Yom Elu BePakumela will explain what it means to rest from work on these days in the following chapters. Perak Kriyash Malacha Aleph. Sheis Yom Elu these six days which the Torah forbade to do work. Work. Uh, we had a uh, 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 preview as to what, what what defines work exactly in the laws of Shabbos. Shehein these six days are Rishon B'Shirah Pesach the first and seventh day of Pesach the first and eighth day of Sukkot, the first day of the seventh month, which we call Tishrei, i.e. Rosh Hashanah, these are called yam Tevim, good days, holidays, the idea of resting on all of them is equal, it's all the same, they're different in their dates, but the concept of resting is equal on them, they're forbidden to do any kind of Malachas aveda work of service, which we'll basically define as malacha. The exception being which is the purpose of making food or, or eating. it says However, that is the Only that work which which uh, a soul will eat or souls will eat that you may do halacha whoever rests any one of these days. he Excuse me, he fulfills. The positive mitzvah. Because regarding that day, it says Shabbos. Now, which mitzvah do you fulfill? Whichever yom tif it is, you fulfill the positive mitzvah to rest on that yom tif. Because all the mitzvah says you shall rest. claim I mean to say which means resting. Shabbos means to rest. Whoever does melacha on that day, if it's a melacha which is not relevant to uh, produce, to 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 um, facilitate eating. Going to a he builds something. Or he demolishes. Or he weaves clothing. He builds a bed or anything of that nature. He has violated a positive mitzvah. And he has transgressed a negative mitzvah. So some of the third nine melachim are relevant in terms of making food. Some of them are not relevant. Building, for example, or skinning, uh, 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 building or riding have nothing to do with food. So those are always forbidden to do on Yom Tov. Shinara the says, you should not do any 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 service of work, No work may be done in these days. So and then says, So If you did the malacha and there's witnesses who warns you not to write, for example, a person does a lot of different on with, with being warned one time not to do on that day so he writes uh, okay great example Shazar he plants uh, which even though that that's relevant to uh, to food perhaps he's planting let's say let's say he's planting flowers that you can't eat or even if he's planting uh, wheat he can't eat, eat, eat the wheat on that day obviously would apply it to wheat to even edible planting he builds, the saucer he demolished and he weave the garment with one warning like he only he only chayv one time uh, for the whole entire uh, concept of working on yontif. Even though know, he did various different malachas, malachus Shabbos, there is a different third set of divide divided into separate prohibitions for Shabbos. Each one has its individual punishment in theory, or individual carbon. Obviously, a person has misa only one time; he can't get misa more than once. But uh, if he has to be a carbon, if to shaky, for example, every malachus is own. Uh, own, uh, own, divide into its own prohibition. It's not the case. All the Malachas are um, on, under one umbrella for that day, and therefore he's only a high one malachus. And the Rambam makes it sound like the person was, was warned one time, and therefore uh, he gets malchus, uh one time. If he had been given separate warnings, it sounds like from the Rambam that he would be given malchus multiple times, even though the Gemara does not seem to imply that. All right did but it was not for the purpose of eating, like you Malkus. of like writing for example, um, or any other malacha, as we explained earlier that that's not not, not 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 food relevant. The exception being two malachas which a person if he does them even uh, so um, if he does them even if they're not uh, food related. He's still chayiv. Uh, excuse me. He's he's not chayiv. So that's carrying from one moshes to another, from moshes rabim to moshes yachan. They're carrying four Amas in moshes rabim. But for making a fire, so when it comes to, for example, cooking, if a person uh, takes clay, and he hardens it in a fire, or he melts wax, that's considered bishul. If not, it's not, so in those cases, it's bishul. He's cooking on 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 Shabbos. He's chayiv. It does on have to be chayiv as well because it's not food related. However, when it comes to carrying, when it comes to making a fire, in that case, he's not chayif, even if it's not food related. Since carrying is permitted for the purposes of eating, so therefore became permitted as well, even if it's not for exactly for eating. A person can carry a child, a sefer or a Torah scroll, or a or anything of that nature, from one domain to another. One way of understanding this is that when it comes to for example of malacha, of building or writing, there's never a time where we're doing that, that helps facilitate the idea of eating. When it comes to carrying or it comes to making a fire, that is often something which does have relevance for preparing food or bringing food. So therefore, once it's, it's not by definition a forbidden malacha on yom tif, it's not forbidden across the board. So therefore, it's permitted in all circumstances. Similarly, in the same idea. You make you, a person make a fire. Even though the fire is not being made for eating, he's making the fire to warm the house, for example. It has to be something that brings a person some physical pleasure, which is why some people permit smoking on Shabbos. The other Malachis of the third nine done for, if, it, if it's done for the purposes of uh, preparing food, for the purposes of eating. What do you do to For example, slaughtering the animal, baking, baking bread, kneading dough, anything like that. It's funny that Rama mentioned baking and kneading. You would think first you knead, then you bake. However, if it's not done for food purpose, also it's forbidden. for example, exceed of riding, varygo weaving, or being in a building, anything like that for that nature, is all forbidden on Yantif. Halacha, hey, Any malach which could be done prior to Yantif, and that will not doing it before Yamtif causes you no 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 deficiency, no loss. There's no uh nor, nor 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 a inadequacy. The fact that it was done before Yamtif, also Even though it's for the purposes of eating, so even though I'm not telling you not to do it on because it's a food-related malacha, the Chum said, "Don't do it if you could do it before Yamtif without any kind of laws, Don't do it on yantif. Well, almost does Why they do that? Because Zedah has a Shem you need a Chadam suppose he's going to leave all of his work that he, uh, to do to be done on Yamtif. Which in the theory could be done before Yamtiv, Liyamtiv to be done on Yamtiv. And him to Yamtiv, so the whole day Yamtiv, he's going to busy doing his malachas. He's not going to be involved in the in the midst of, of of rejoicing in Yamtiv. He's not going to have time to actually take pleasure in eating and drinking. So therefore, um the Chum said any malachah you could do before Yamtiv that's not going to cause a person to uh, uh, have any kind of loss, he, he must do it before Yantif rather than on yontif. So if, if only Erish yontif comes, and Erish then a person starts grinding his wheat and begin preparing the bread, so then, or, cut, or, cut, or, cutting, the wheat, gra- or cutting the wheat, and winnowing it, and threshing it, and doing the whole process like that to prepare it to, to grind the flour, so then when it, by the time he actually gets around to baking the bread, yontif is basically over. So therefore, Chazal said, any part you can do before Yantif and it's not going to impact the taste of the food, it won't make it inferior, do it before yomtif, so cut the wheat before yomtif, and winnow and thresh, or thresh and winnow, and then sift, and then, and, and, and then even grind into flour, all that can be done before yomtif without actually impacting the freshness of the food. for that same reason, they also They did not forbid carrying on yomtif, even though you can carry before yomtif. I don't have to carry on yomtif, carry, yom carry, carry, yom carry, carry the food in before yomtif, whatever, whatever you need to do in terms of carrying, do it before Even though carrying is lot which a person could always do before for yomtiv. So why did they not forbid it? to it to increase in The person should bring and bring and carry whatever he wants on The should have everything he wants, everything he needs. If remembers he wants something to, to 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 enjoy whether it's a food or something else, He should not have his hands tied, so to speak. Uh, therefore. Uh, the Chazal did not forbid it Even though it could be done Before Yomtif theoretically In order to increase Simchas Yomtif Other Mlachis, Which could be done Which could be done Prior to Yomtif Hoyo V'eishel and Since they have Some sort of uh, A prolonged activity In Eisek If You can't do them In Yomtif You must do them Before Yomtif rather Halachas Zayin for example In Ketian You don't cut Cut produce in Yantif. Um uh, they're talking about wheat, for example, in terms of fruit could be taka that if you pick it if it's not it's gonna the next day it's gonna be less less fresh. But wheat, for example, or grain, so you can't you can't harvest any onion you can't thresh, or winnow, valain, or separate the you know the the, the pebbles or the, or the dirt out of the out of the um, uh, the grain that, that um, or, or, or or select or, or uh, pick it out. Um Select dirt out of the grain. Nor nor uh, uh, grind the grain, or the uh, techesachiti. You can't grind grind the flour. Nor sift the flour So all these things can be done before yamtif. The that does not cause any significant uh, loss or uh, inadequacy, deficiency in the in the quality of the food. However, he could knead the flour with water into dough and bake it, and slaughter an animal. So, to knead, to bake, to slaughter, to cook food, meat, or cook meat, or any other food beyond the she also, if you do that, ayantiv, a time, like there's a, some kind of loss or deficiency in the quality of the taste. It's not, it's not as fresh. The warm bread or food that was cooked today is not the same as like bread, that was, bread that was baked yesterday. food that was cooked yesterday. Or meat that was slaughtered today is not as fresh as meat that was slaughtered yesterday. So even slaughtering an animal can be done The same thing applies in all these scenarios. Simply the things that are um, help prepare food. Preparate food, any food preparation activity, not making the food, but it helps prepare the food. If you do it the day before yontif, um, that there'll be some kind of inadequacy. That can be done on for example, grinding spices, right? Freshly ground pepper or freshly freshly ground garlic is much stronger and better. And that which was done yesterday. So even though it's not crucial for the food preparation. it may be maybe done on yantif, because if you do it before yantif, it's not gonna have the same quality. A person, this this the permission permissibility to cook on yantif is only for the food. You're gonna eat on yantif to enjoy some chas Yontif. You're not gonna cook on yantif for for after yantif. The only reason why you to do malacha which is food related is to is to enjoy the If you made the food eat if you was left over, you could then eat the remainder during the week. we not, were not chesh, that um, if a person is, is, is allowed to do that, he's going to extra end up cooking an extra meal on yontif and then saying, "Oops, it's leftovers." They we're not chayish for that, and therefore it's allowed. You're allowed to eat it with leftovers. If a person taka did intentionally cook on yontif for um, the next day, it's a question if he's allowed to eat it eat it eat it uh, on, uh, after yontif or not. Altev says a person could eat it even though he transgressed in this way. Halachayud. Uh, a woman is allowed to fill an entire pot with meat. Even though she only needs one one piece of meat. But she has a pot of meat on the fire. has a piece of meat, piece of meat in the pot. She, every time she adds another piece of meat to the pot, she's doing another malacha another of cooking. But that's permitted because... Um, we'll see in a minute why. Oh, it doesn't, a bit, the reason is because... Um, when more meat cooks together the more each piece enhances the, other, the other's flavor and the fattiness and therefore each one is considered to enhance the other even though she only needs one piece of meat and she's not going to obviously eat the, you know, it sounds like she probably is not going to eat the rest of it but uh, the rest every piece of meat you add to the pot increases the, you know, the quality of the cooking process a uh, baker could fill an entire uh, urn with water even though he only needs one jug. Now, why is that allowed? <laughs> when you add more water, how does it help the other water? The case over here is where uh, uh, it's only one action of, of taking the pot and putting it on the fire. So every time you fill the pot up with more water, you're not doing a malakha. The pot's just sitting on the floor. You can, you can fill the pot up with one cup, with two cups, with 20 cups, and then take the whole pot and put it on the fire. It's one mice of cooking, and therefore it does not. Uh, 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 add any 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 inconvenience. You add any, uh, any 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 malacha to the process of of doing this malacha of cooking. Which means, in the case with the with the meat, to fill up a whole pot of a, a pot with meat and put the whole pot on the fire is not a chiddush. Obviously, you can do that, but but um, because one ma'isa. But even if the, the pot of meat is already on the fire and the one piece is starting to cook, you can keep adding pieces because each piece you add, even though it's another, another ma'isa of Bishol, enhances the first piece. When it comes to the water, yitakalucher can't add once the water is on the fire because it doesn't enhance it anyway unless of course you need, you need more water to drink a woman could fill an entire oven with bread again the fire is already baking the bread so every time you add a piece of bread to stick it to the walls as there was back then the, the way the ovens worked you stuck the bread to the walls every time you do that it's another mice of bishul or afiyah Baking is still allowed as the, the more bread is in the oven in the, in the oven it bakes better, the, the, the taste of the bread enhances each other as it's baked in more, more quantities and this applies to the ovens that, as it were in the time of the Gemara to our ovens today, not necessarily does it apply many pieces of meat at one time this is again the idea that you have a few piece, pieces of meat on a, on, like on, a, on a salting board and you pour salt on them for the purpose of kasher, it's one action of pouring, and the whole they can all be done at one time, um, because again, it's just one action, similar to putting the pot of water on the fire, even though you only need one, 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 one cup of water. Same thing applies to all situations, i explaining it over here, if this is correct, the idea is that whenever it's one maizan, it's not another action of malacha, and even though more quantity of food is being cooked, you can keep doing it, you can do it even, uh, even though you don't need all the food, Or, even if it is another mice, like each time you add a piece of meat to the pot, because it's already on the fire, if it enhances the taste of the food, it's considered like adding spices, and it's okay. You're an aleph. Person who cooks or bakes ni'atif to eat on that day. Or he he invites guests, and he cooks for them, but the guests didn't show up. No shows. And now, you have the, 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 the food and the bread left over. He's allowed eat he the next day. whether the next day is a weekday, like falls out on during the week, or whether it's falls out falls on a Friday, the next day is Shabbos. provided he's the person not make a trick. So if he makes a trick, so in other words, he uh, he tells uh, someone who he knows is not going to show up, "Hey, come to me after we're after the meal to bring. I'm going to cook, cook a challenge for you." And he knows the guy's not going to show up. It makes you chalk knowing it's not the guy's not gonna show up just because he wants to have it for, for Shabbos. Then if he does make this trick, also he's not allowed to eat the food. even in the case where Shabbos follows Yamtif, we're more strict with a person who makes a trick more than with someone who's deliberately who's deliberately the person who deliberately cooks on Yom Tif after yontif. We said before, it's possible he's actually allowed to eat the meat, the food after yantif. Or even on yontif. Uh, or either way uh, no, I, I, Sorry, I for sure he could eat it He could eat it after Yontif But if he Because if he, if he, uh, a person's not going to um, Be so brazen as to continue acting And deliberately against the Torah And no one's going to copy him Or someone who acts this way Like with a trick So that's something which he might keep doing And people might actually learn from him Or copy him And therefore more macho And he's not allowed to eat it Now that's for him uh, Other Yidn L'Chaira could eat the food But he can't All right, good days. The person had an animal that was dangerously ill Now, the case is obviously not where it's a of. If the animal is dangerously ill To the point that it's going to die within a year um, The animal is not uh, not kosher But the, here's a case where the animal is dangerously ill And for some reason still okay The sheikh didn't eat it But the thing is, is that The guy already ate his, his yamtef meal in, you know, uh, And, and uh, yamtef is over in a few hours And he already ate a big of meal He's not hungry anymore so, if he doesn't shech the animal, maybe it'll die. And if it dies, obviously, it's, it's going to be an availer. He can't eat it. He's going to have a big loss. So, he, he should not shech it on Yontif, because he can't eat from that Yontif. Unless he knows it's possible for him to eventually uh, eat a Kazayas of it before Yontif ends. Uh, you know, assuming he's going to eat, uh, not eat raw meat, so that's why it says uh, a roasted uh, kezayas. So, if before Yantif's over, uh, he's able to shech the animal, and cook a kesayis of it and, and eat it, so then it's, it's the shrita is considered to be having done on Because otherwise, this way we, we ensure that he's not going to be shechting something, which will be eaten during the weekdays so Therefore, he's allowed to shechting on anyantif. if he's able to do this uh, eating a one kesayis before yantif ends. This way, he's essentially shechting and doing malacha on yantif for yantif The Chayim is the same situations. Many understand that to mean that he doesn't actually have to eat a kezayis. just has to be theoretically possible. If he wanted to eat a kezayis, he could. and that, in, in, Nevertheless, and in that, in that case, because he, could, he couldn't, if you read this, there's, there's time for him in theory to, to eat a Kezaias. Uh Before Yontif is over, he's allowed to shecht it on Yontif, uh, ensuring that, the, that the, he won't have to wait till after Yontif, in which case in the animal might already die by then, he'll have the loss. All right, you give him now we said the person is allowed to cook on yantif only for on yantif. This now, now we are gonna learn that only, only that this applies only to people who are mach to keep the mitzvah of So in So we're now allowed to bake or cook on yantif to feed someone who's not, in like for example, a goy, klavim, or for for a pet, a dog, or any any pet. Any animal shem our pasuk says who lavada yes lochem in shamoys test zion that alone is permitted to you in other words that which is for the purpose of eating lochem it's for you for not for goyim not animals not dogs therefore you're allowed to invite the goy to eat with you on shabbos because there's no shash you're gonna you're gonna uh, cook food for the goy, extra food on shabbos because you're not allowed to cook on shabbos for anybody even for a jew the you cannot invite a non-Jew to your house to share with you a meal on Yomtiv because my guest is coming. He likes this dish. Let me put this uh, maybe fry an egg for him. That's not allowed to be done on Yontif for a guy. Or for example, even if you add food to the pot for him, that's not allowed. if The guy comes by himself. He can eat with you. Share your food with him because you're already prepared. It so You're going to prepare more because the food's already prepared. We're not chash. Sure you're going to go and cook food for the guy. After he shows up on Yantif. But if while you're preparing the food for all your guests, you have in mind that this, this guy go- this go- is coming, and therefore you're going to add some quantity to the pot or some some ingredient for him, that's a problem, and therefore you cannot invite him. But however, if he shows up, you could you could share your food with him. You doubt. An animal which is, belongs uh, a partnership partly to a partly to a Goy. Even though a part of it belongs to a guy, you can't eat any part of the meat, even one k'zayis, without shechting it first. Therefore, you are shechting the whole animal, even though half of the meat's going to a guy. However, a loaf of bread, which belongs half to you, half to a guy, partnership, also, a so you can't put the whole thing in the oven. You can divide it in two, so divide it in half or, or, or two parts. The Jewish takes his, takes his portion; he bakes that without the guy's portion. So even though the taking and putting it in the oven is one action that the chayar doesn't involve an in extra melacha, but it can still not be done uh, for the sake of a goy. An army that comes to a Jewish person and says, "Here, here's the flour that belongs to the army. You have to bake this bread for us." And they tell them to do an yontif. Can you do an yontif for them? L'choyer, the the soldiers are, are mostly going. If he g- takes some of the bread And gives it to his children or To someone some in his household or To a child They let him do that you call Because any bread you bake In theory could be given to the child And you can't give any bread To your child from that bread Unless you bake all the bread for them So all the bread you bake Is considered to be so to speak part of the process Of giving bread to your child Now again I don't think you actually have to give bread to the baby but Because you could So it's it's you you are theoretically baking for your child as well. Also, taking the consideration consideration of is the fact that uh, by refusing to bake for them, you're going to get in confrontation with the uh, non-Jewish authorities, military authorities, and that's not uh, not 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 advisable, especially in the, uh, in most of our of Jewish history. And because since he's baking not only for the guy, ultimately he's baking for, his child as well, um, at least at least theoretically. Therefore, it's only made there banon, and therefore, because of the situation, the Chum allowed him because of the uh, financial loss involved when the, when the army will pay him a lot, or, um, or uh, because of the uh, danger involved. Isas the uh, loaves of bread that the dogs eat, and he's talking about the dogs that accompany uh, shepherds, so like they're you know sheep dogs. If the shepherds also eat from them, you could bake them for the dogs because the shepherds take part in it as well. person who cooks on in a way that's forbidden because he cooked for a guy or for an animal or he cooked on yontif leave for the next day. Right? He, uh, he cooks food uh, on uh, for his lunch tomorrow, take to work. like he's not high, because you can't define the action as pro- prohibited by essential, by essential definition. <laughs> because if guests would show up, that guest is fit for them. Excuse me, that food is fit for them. Therefore, by definition, you can't, you can't define what he did as prohibited because in theory, it could serve the purpose of feeding someone on Also, <laughs> so he made food for himself to eat on yontif and he had leftovers. You could give that extra food to a guy, to an animal. When you're going to cook extra on purpose. Test Zion. So that's as far as cooking. So now moving on to other malachas of bodily comfort, other other issues. Tazdin, vechitsa, Vesicha, bathing and anointing oneself with oil or smearing oneself with creams in contemporary terms, which is also a bodily comfort. They are con- included in the umbrella category of eating and drinking. They may be done on yontif. the pasuk says only that. Which may again, this is Yudbeis, base test, Zion, and Shema'is. Only that work which all nefashes, all souls will eat, that you may do. Any any bodily necessity, any bodily comfort. The Fiqh, therefore. So bathing and anointing are considered to be part of basic bodily com- bodily comforts. Fiqh, therefore, and this is the head to smoke, is considered a basic bodily comfort that most people need. That's what the the Puskim write in the early generations. Today, when most many people don't smoke, it's questionable if a person can smoke on Yontif. Ask your local Orthodox rabbi. therefore. Conversely, showering could be tackling something today which every human being does on a regular basis, and therefore it's considered a basic necessity. It could be that uh, There's this had to to take a shower on yantif. Yeah, again you have to ask it of. therefore. Um No what I'm saying is in previous generations, in previous times. Smoke was considered a double-shovel chanafish. Everyone needed to smoke. It was considered a basic necessity. Bathing was only for the... Daily bathing was for the Mufnaka, for the people who were very, very squeamish. Today, it's care Every known human being in the Western world has to bathe every day. Smoke not everyone needs. So I'm saying, you have to ask if the halacha changes. All right. If you have to, you may to heat water on yontif. You may, bathe. you may wash your face, hands, and feet. To wash and to bathe your entire body is forbidden on yontif because the prohibition of a bathhouse we said a applies on Shabbos because they would heat the water on Shabbos it applies for various reasons the Yantuf as well even though in theory you could heat water for bodily comfort it applies the antif as well and look at the perik the Chav Gimel over there we it explains why the restrictions apply to Yantuf as well um, hot water is heated up before Yom You could bathe your entire body on yamtif. Again, this is nothing to do with soap and shampoo. This is just water. that the soap and shampoo is forbidden? This prohibition about bathing the entire body was only, was only made on Shabbos. Uh, to not to bathe even with water that was heated before before Shabbos started. Regarding Yamtif, if the water was heated before Yamtif, then a person could bathe this whole body. Yud Zion. Anything which is forbidden to be done on Shabbos. Whether it's similar to malacha, so it's also forbidden because it's similar to malacha. Or something for because it brings to a possibility of doing malacha. Like the concept of, of a blech, for example. Well, actually, that's not true. That's food related. But uh, other types of malachas which are uh, um, we're worried we're worried are going to bring a person to malacha for example, writing in, in in an awkward way is forbidden because you might come to write in a regular way. Whether it's a, 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 a regular a, a regular case of uh, which for the sake of, of resting on Shabbos, also to conclude any is also forbidden on yomtiv. What's the purpose of, of eating or the like? Or the things which are permitted on Yantiv, as we're explaining in these halachas over here. So we'll see you soon. There's other things that, for special reasons, are permitted on Yantiv. But everything else is forbidden. Anything which is forbidden to move on Shabbos or carry on Shabbos, because of Mukta, we call Mukta. Also, the Yomtiv is also to be moved on Yantiv. And that's again, it's for the purposes of eating. Whatever is permitted on Shabbos, mut is permitted on yamtiv. Now, the yesh There is one stringency that applies to Yantif and does not apply to Shabbos. muktzah prohibition of muktzah. Not muktzah. We usually call things like you say a pen is muktzah. This is the idea of muktzah, the idea of being set aside. Things which are uh, set aside are, are are removed from the universe of usage on yamtiv. As we'll succeed soon, Shabbos muktzah is forbidden on Yom Tiff and it's allowed on Shabbos, and pay Yom Tiff, ha- k- k- Shabbos the reason for that is because since Yom Tiff is more lenient overall across the board than Shabbos also by Mokta they forbade Mokta on Yom should people should not t- 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 treat Yom Tif with, uh, with uh, disrespect with with lack of seriousness with, with, with frivolity so if you have a stringency on Yom Tiff over Shabbos that makes people realize Yom Tiff is not a joke you t- say this thing that you could do on Yontif, no problem. Shabbos, no, I mean, sorry, on uh, Shabbos, you can do no problem. Yontif, you can't. That makes people take Yontif more serious. case for example. A chicken that is meant to lay eggs, you don't, you're not gonna shecht it, so it's mukta set aside from the possibility of eating it because you want it to keep laying eggs. You shecht it, you can't lay eggs. For sure imedachrish, or an ox, which is designated to plow your field, so it's mukta, it's, it's, it's designated, away, designated away from the possibility of eating it because you don't want to shecht it because you want it to plow your field. The doves in a dove farm, which you are which are set aside the possibility of using, they're meant to populate the dove farm. Or fruit produce which is set aside for sale. You're not going to eat it; you can set aside for the purposes of making money. All these things are what we call muktzein. We not eat from them on Ach, esem erev unless you prepare them and designate them specific, specific, specifically for yom before yom starts. and uh, think of, uh, designate them. Consider them for eating. On everything is prepared for Shabbos. Chana does not require So if you have a fruit store and you have apples packaged, or you have whatever it is, you can take it on Shabbos and eat it. You not if you cannot. Just like Muktzah from Yantiv, so Neilud is also forbidden. Muktzah means a aside. Neilud means it's born. It's 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 uh, it came into creation only on yantif and we'll see some examples over there that it's that's muktze, that's usher on Yomtev as well. Now actually there are opinions I believe that Noyled is usher on Shabbos as well but that's, i must sure that hold like that. In any event, and Noyled are usher on yantif. Yod Tes, the A person may prepare for Shabbos during the week, obviously. yom a person can prepare for Yomtev during the weekday. A person cannot prepare for Shabbos on Yom Tov, if Yom is on Friday, you may not prepare for Yom for Shabbos on Yom If Yontif is on Sunday, you cannot prepare for Yom on Shabbos. So therefore, Beitza shneil de Yom Tov ach Shabbos. Continue our discussion, In the previous halacha about, previous about an egg which is laid on Sunday, Yom is on Sunday, and the, and the chicken lays an egg on Sunday. Asur, that egg is also on Yom on Sunday. Even though this chicken, chicken, chicken is a chicken. Which in theory you would shecht, and it's not designated for um, uh, for, 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 for eggs, to lay eggs. It's, de- it's a chicken that you have for, the, for, for When you want to shecht it and eat it, you'll shecht it eat it. If it was a chicken which is designated to have every day an egg laid, so obviously it's mukta and the egg is mukta. Over here, that's not the case. Chicken is not mukta, it's a regular chicken which you might shecht. It happened to be that this chicken, you haven't shechted it yet. Uh, you haven't gotten to it yet And it's uh, You didn't need it You had other meat Whatever And so it laid an egg on Yom tif. That egg on Yom tif, Which is on Sunday May not be eaten So since an egg Which is laid on Sunday Is finished Is is, is uh, the, the chicken The, the fact of the inside of the chicken So to speak Finishes Processing it And preparing it On the day before So on, on Shabbos It was finished So by definition It was on Shabbos That this thing became Prepared for Yom tif. And therefore, you now because in the pre shalochi in the now that prepare for Shabbos and Yom and vice versa, so this egg becomes automatically forbidden. If it's aser, every Yom even if Yom is not on Sunday, because we're worried if you eat this, eat this, this egg on a regular Yom Tov, you to eat it the next time Yom falls out on Sunday. If, if, if another chicken lays an egg, similarly, any egg which is laid on Shabbos is aser. We're worried about a case where. You're gonna have a chicken-laying egg on Shabbos, and you're gonna eat that egg on Shabbos, even though you obviously eat it raw on Shabbos, eat because you can't cook egg, even though Friday was yantif and you can't prepare for Shabbos and Yantif. So these are two Kedushas which have which I have to have to require independent attention. you now prepare for one to the other. you now let a you're not allowed to let something be prepared from one to the other. And therefore, by definition, the egg which is prepared on Friday, which is pre- finished on Friday ready to go and is laid on Shabbos if Friday is Yom Tiff, it's Osser and if Yom Tiff is on Sunday and the egg is laid on Sunday then the fact that it was finished on Shabbos makes it Osser on, on, on Sunday and therefore every Yom Tiff and every Shabbos is Osser because of a case where Yom Tiff will be on Sunday or on Friday Chav <speaking in Spanish> la just like you now eat the egg kach osel tatzel you may not move it or carry it because it's muktza even if that egg got mixed with a thousand other eggs Kul cool Nasur is all forbidden to be eaten, all for, and therefore the al-mukta. Why the al-mukta? If you have, you have a, a large mixture, a small mixture, it's a concept of bitl. <speaking in> because <Hebrew> tomorrow, after the yantif is over, the egg, wherever it is, becomes mutter. It's only it's only Usser on that yantif, on that Shabbos. <speaking in Hebrew> Anything which will become permitted by itself as a matter of time. Even if it's one in, in, in many, many thousands, not bottle so the only concept when you say something is motor because it's bottle based on the uh, large quantity of the mixture uh, the ratio of the permitted to the forbidden that's only where you have to use that to permit it if it by definition become permitted even without that in this case the egg would become permitted even if it was by itself become permitted the next day therefore you don't rely so therefore today you don't rely on bitl, you wait till tomorrow you can rely on the, the very thing becoming essentially permitted some of the sheikhs of the chicken on Yontif. Matzah, babayt, and and inside he finds, finished eggs. Haridah, matareis, they're permitted. Why are they permitted? The you should be worried that these eggs were, um, if yesterday was Shabbos, they were finished yesterday. So they weren't laid yet, but they were finished yesterday and and, and every every every, every should be usher, uh, not only if it's if it's uh, yatif which is on Sunday, but for sure if Yatif is on Sunday it should be it should be forbidden. So we said no it's mutter. that's not something which is common. Which is a which is a very rare occurrence. There goes, but there's no gazer. and made decrees to safeguard people in common situations. They didn't make decrees in 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 uh, very strange and out, strange outlying situations we keep two of the second in because we know the calendar nowadays. The second days in is It's one of the things that became uh, new in times of Golis people in when People do not do two days only they do two days The and laws of sanctifying the new moon, the new month. Mesefer Zeh in this book of Zmanim, Nevor Iker in Megzeh will explain the purpose of this custom. Why Meizet Tam Eishin Rosh Hashanah Shiyam Tev will explain this custom of keeping two days of Tov out of Eretz Yisrael and why they keep Rosh Hashanah for two days inside of Eretz everywhere, even Eretz Yisrael. Chov Now, now that we laid the fact down about Yom with the days of Yom without explaining why. Yontiv sheni, the second day of Yontiv, al pishu even vesif, evenos nedar banon, called davash also brishen, whatever's forbidden on the first day, also veshenish forbidden on the second day. Chol mechal Yontiv sheni, whoever violates the second day of Yontiv, afiel beshoshanah, even the second day of Shoshanah. The the word even is very interesting over here. Veyem davashu mishum shvus, whether it's a rabbinic prohibition, veyem alacha, whether actual alacha, may she yatzu chutzot chum, or he goes outside the permitted, uh, the, the, the permitted area, permitted permitted distance where that person may travel. That person is given rabbinic lashes, rebellious lashes, or he's put in the case where, if he's not a Tamil Chacham, you put him in. If he is a Tamil Chacham, he gets lashes. The assumption is that a Tamil Chacham is a person who's a Torah scholar, he wants to do the right thing, he's lax in this, in this regard, so. So we, we give him uh, Malchus in order to chastise him, to put him the right, the right way. In terms of a nidr, a that's a more serious, considered a more serious punishment. And um, therefore a person who's not a tamal chachim is likely, more likely to be to take the punishment less seriously. So to hit home the point that, uh, that what he's doing is wrong, he actually, actually put in chayr because of the seriousness of what he did and the possibility he's not going to get the message otherwise. Kamal Chacham, it's not necessary to put him in herm, to, to put him in a, a ban of uh, excommunication. It's it's sufficient just to give him makas. Just the first day, another person may not do any eulogy or fast. Chayav the simcha he must be joyous. Chach bashin the second day as well. There is no difference between them. Only regarding a corpse, a Jewish corpse. What does that mean? Hameis, a person passes away, a corpse, Yontif Rishon. On the first day of he's asked to be On the first day of Yontif, Goyim are involved in the burial process. Certainly anything which is biblical. If it's a rabbinic prohibition, it could be a yid could do it. But anything biblical, anything biblical like digging the grave, that a Goyim does on the first day of Yontif. The on the second day of Yontif, That in that case, the Jewish person does the, uh, the, the burial process, even the biblical um, elements all the needs for the mace are done making the the coffin or sewing the shrouds and um picking herbs or spices that they use to prepare the body to make it smell well, smell good um all that may be done by a jew because as far as the uh, uh, honoring or bearing a corpse anything necessary for a corpse on the second day of Yantif, as far as that's concerned, it's like a, week, it's like a weekday, and therefore, Yid will do all the Even This applies even to the uh, both days, even the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Even though the Rosh Hashanah, we will see that they're actually more stringent than of than Yom but regarding this process, even Rosh Hashanah, even Rosh Hashanah, the second day, a Yid does all the things for the mess. These two days of Yom outside, it's a There are two separate days of holiness. So eid and kiyam It's not like one long day. Two separate days. So davar therefore, muktav yom or Something which is muktav or 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 is born, so to speak, on the first day, as we'll see. if you prepare it on the first day, you designate it, so to speak, on the second day. It's permitted. Case for example, be an egg which is laid on the first day of Yom you can eat it on the second day of Yom a Animal or a bird that was got trapped in the in the trap on the first day of Yantif, so that's Mukta because you didn't prepare it before Yantif. Obviously, you had no idea it was coming to your trap, so on the first day it's, it's permit, it's forbidden. But Yakhul <inaudible> on the second day, you could permit it. <inaudible> the first day of Yontif, an apple fell off the tree, so on the first day of Yontif, it's us, it may not be eaten, um, uh, because it's Mukta because it was not designated, um, um. So uh, that may be, may, may, be, may be eaten On the second Deviantif If it fell off the tree On the first Deviantif Shabbos If it falls off the tree You can't eat it Because you might have to pick more apples On the second Deviantif Another leniency Is a person Is allowed to paint their eyes This is some kind, of, uh, uh, some kind of Some kind of medicine Or medicinal process And that's uh, Because it b- b- brings relief From pain And there's a head On the second Deviantif Since second is midar so for example If um, a produce falls off the tree On the first day of Rosh Hashanah You may not eat it on the second day of Rosh Hashanah The only thing is regarding a corpse Then for the second day You may be lenient as we said In Halacha Chav Beis ha- 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 um, or an, an egg which is laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, is forbidden on the second, uh, second day of Rosh Hashanah, uh, just like it's forbidden on the first day. The same thing applies to all the situations, it's like one long day. Now, Shabbos has muchal Yantif, Shabbos which is next to Yantif, they one, follow, one follows the other, so Yantif is on Friday or on Sunday, so it's Yantif Shabbos or Shabbos Yantif. and An egg is laid on one of them. So, if it's laid on the second day, we already said it's, on that day it's forbidden because it was prepared before on the first day. So, if the egg is late on, if, if is on Friday and the egg is laid on Shabbos, you may not use it on Shabbos. If Yontif is on Sunday and the egg is laid on Sunday, you may not use it on the on Sunday. What if Yontif is on Friday and the egg is laid on Friday? Uh, can you use the egg on Shabbos? Or if Yantif is on Sunday and the egg and the egg is laid on Shabbos, can you use the on Sunday on, on Yontif? So, of the egg is on one of those days. The second day it's forbidden. The to in all these situations. So, not because of hachana, which was what we said in, 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 uh, in, in earlier. This is because of neilut. Uh, even if the egg is laid on the second day, yalta yalta is, is Thursday, Friday, and the egg is laid on Friday. So that's yalta Still. You may not eat the egg on Shabbos which follows the second day of Yantif. So so regarding Nailed, it's forbidden from the fruit from one day of of Yontif slash Shabbos to the next day of Shabbos slash Yontif.